89.3 2GLF. Welcome to the Wild West for another week. Here we have Chris, Carol, and Steve. Um, we've got the we've got the good or the terrible trio today. We were a quartet, we but we're only a trio. Where's yeah. the boss today? Oh, the, the boss? boss is doing the elections. Yeah, he's oh. doing his counting for the year. Is is democracy in action? Is the boss? Mm. I'm starting to think he does it just for the free uh, sausage. Nah, he does it for the for the moolah. <laughs> too bad, I don't blame him. It's not too bad, actually. For the I've, I've run, for run a, a day's I've work. run a polling booth, and let me tell you, there is mm. lots of angst. You have to keep up the food level because it's high stress. And but I don't think it'll be too bad with COVID. I think they'll all have to come in one at a time, and you can control the masses when it's socially distanced. Mm. That's so, it. This year probably would have been the best time to do it. Are they having the barbecue still with COVID? I understood they couldn't even have. Ha- uh, there, there was discussion at one stage that they mm. couldn't hand out how to vote cards. They still don't do that. Well, it's COVID. You see, is it COVID mm. safe to be handing out pieces of paper and someone's got to pick them up and? You know, I don't, I don't know. know. Actually, you're right there because when I pre- I pre-voted last week, and nobody was in our papers. They were just holding billboards and with how it, and that explained how to vote. Hmm. There you go, a COVID a COVID democracy. Yeah, it's probably saved a lot of paper. Oh, absolutely. I think so. Millions of trees have been saved by COVID. I don't know about millions. <laughs> are you working, lots of them? Are lots you, of them. Are maybe. you working for the Greens now, Carol? I've never worked for the Greens. I have been an independent agent. Never <laughs> been a Green. Never been anything but Carol. That's it. We'll have to get to the local elections in uh, the Wild <laughs> West segment. Fun? Are you ready for that, Chris? Yeah, we're going to have to um, play a little bit of the clip from the two GLF mayoral candidate panel that happened this week as well. Well. Um, we can get into that soon. Uh, nationally, though, anything pique your interest this week, Carol, in the news? Oh, of course. The Jenkins report. The Je- what do you think of the Jenkins 28 report? 28 recommendations. How many are going to be put into action? <laughs> um, I will not predict. I have my crystal ball. I have my crystal ball here, but I can't predict. Because they're now, they're now going on a break. The parliamentarians were only doing a two-hour course on how to be nice to ladies. So if if it's only a two-hour course, I don't think it's in depth. Do you? And of course not. You know what the PM needs? He needs Jenny to slap him across the head and say, "Pull up your pants, stand straight." Would you like it happen to your daughters? Exactly. And then he'll come back and say, "Jenny puts it into perspective." You know how he did last. Oh, that was his biggest mistake. We're all thinking, if he didn't have Jenny and girls, where would we be? Exactly. Yeah, and I don't think anything still happened with the Brittany Higgins Oh, well, it's issue. a court case, so that's... Oh, that's fine. You know, there's a lockdown with that. That's still got to go before the courts. But he's pleading uh, not guilty, so we'll see about that. Well, what a week for the Prime Minister. Um, he's Education Minister. <laughs> hey, he's, 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 he's they're done. falling off like flies. Greg yeah. Hunt's retiring. Greg Christian Hunt's Porter's done. not going to go Porter again. Week, yeah. And and Tudge, well, well, he's a bit of Tudge. Let's uh, see how that went. 
On Parliament's final sitting day of the year, a former Liberal staffer returned to drop a bombshell. It was emotionally and on one occasion physically abusive relationship. The relationship was with her former boss, Alan Tudge. The pair had a consensual affair in 2017, but according to Rochelle Miller, it was more complicated. She recounted an incident from four years ago. After a late night of drinking, she alleges, she woke up naked in bed with the minister when she received an early morning phone call. Then I felt someone kicking me on the side of my hip and leg as I tried to sit up in bed. It was the minister. He was furious, telling me to get the out of his bed. He continued to kick me until I fell off the side of the bed and ended up on the floor. Alan. There you go. Wait a minute. Did she say he told her to get out of his bed? I thought they normally said, get into the bed. Oh, this was after they already got in. This is when oh, they woke okay. up. Okay. <laughs> but she obviously, it was non consensual. She got into bed without his permission, I think, by the sound of that one. She just woke up and then got told to get out. <laughs> oh, oh, I missed something in my life. Uh, what do you think, Carol? It's um, quite crazy, isn't it? That they're okay with the, the affair and all that, but it's the fact that he kicked her and threw her out of the bed that is the issue. Yeah, well, of course, that, that was the subject of that program, um, uh, the Canberra Bubble, if you remember. Mm, yes. So that affair was, um, and they, she said then it was consensual, but she did say she inferred he was controlling when she had to go to some dinner with him or something, you know. But anyway, oh, yeah, the, plot, One of those. the plot thickens, or at least, Chris, you'd better stop watching Home and Away and start watching two o'clock on in the afternoon to watch the ministers go down like flies yeah yeah it's absolutely ridiculous it's good there was a drama behind the scenes and this guy's the education minister he's the one that's cut cut money to your jobs in universities i know so we'll see hopefully the next person's any much better well he's only stood aside he's not given up his position he stood aside while there's an investigation and then when that finally happens, so Julia leave. It's the same thing. It, it always position, I suppose. Yeah, exactly. But Christian Porter seems to be done for good. He's not coming back. Yeah, yeah. He's done after his um, battle with the ABC, and then the whole thing had out of himself. As and then well. the money. Then the money. Money. Just... I'll tell you where the money came from. Is that because he didn't know or he just couldn't tell? Well, I don't know. Who would know? Yeah, exactly. It's a private trust, wasn't it? I think that was it. Um, yeah, so what a week for the Prime Minister's Cabinet. It's, could this just be a reshuffle before the action, the election comes up in possibly March? I think. Mm. Maybe. I don't know. But everybody's saying that he'll still get in, but who knows? Oh. Getting a bit... Getting a bit well, messy. I think messy is the word. It's not looking good that he's got a lot of these problems that are happening underneath him, and yet he seems to never know what's going on. Well, yeah. I don't know. He's come down hard this week because of the Jenkins report. Hmm. And let's face it, she was finding the best time to give her report on the relationship, was she not? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. She was, tacti she was tactical, if nothing else. She didn't say it before. She waited until the report and then went, well, more to this than meets the eye. Mm. 
Which, that's politics for you, right? They they strike at certain points for a reason. <laughs> yeah. Kind of odd last sitting day, though, because they're not going to be able to do much for the last week, but... And it's always on a Friday afternoon. Oh, yeah. The big announcement. Didn't, didn't we get the, um, the Labour um, um, climate change policy? Ah, oh, the emissions. Yesterday. Mm. Yes, that's right. What do you think of that, Carol? Um, well, they had, they had to come up with a figure bigger than, than, than mm. ScoMo's group, didn't they? Yeah. Um, but, but now, because everybody said, where's the plan with ScoMo stuff, they're saying to the Labour, oh, where's your plan? And they said, but this is the plan. But, you know, it's, mm. it's a Clayton's plan on both sides, I think. Yeah. Well, it makes sense. But um, here's a bit of that announcement from uh, Anthony Albanese this week, who is the um, opposition leader, people forgot. <laughs> <laughs> He's forgot to oppose things, so you've forgotten what his job is. <laughs> so it seems he's actually getting out there now and doing stuff. So here's a bit of that. Well, actually, climate it was action. Labor is promising it all. Labor's plan to create jobs, cut power bills, boost renewables, and reduce emissions. Offering what it hopes is a Goldilocks target: a 43% cut in emissions by 2030. We're very confident that this is exactly the right policy going forward. To get there, Labor would ramp up the coalition's existing safeguard mechanism. That puts a cap on pollution from heavy emitters and requires them... There we go. Sorry, Carol, you were going to say something? I was going to say, um, Chris Bowen is, is probably got the answers because mm. he's the right-hand man with this, isn't he? But what... I'm sorry, but what's Goldilocks got to do with it? <laughs> Who are the three bears? Who's been eating my porridge? I, yeah. You know? We'll have to look. We'll have to do some research into how Goldilocks has become a political being. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or used in such a way to determine emissions and pollution. <laughs> I think Goldilocks was confused, wasn't she? Yeah. Who's been eating my porridge? Who's been on my chair? I think Goldilocks adds confusion, not not any clarity. Yeah, not the most um, great representation of stability, I think. <laughs> But that's the emissions target and also his MBN plan to have the fastest internet. Well, that's new. I is think it, that was, he announced that last week. Is he going to be the fastest MBN in the West? <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. You know, because Australia's dead last on everything, you know. <laughs> he's got he's to make everything sound worse than it is. Um, but that's the opposition job, right? They've got to find where... Yeah, you've got to oppose. That's yeah, the title. Yeah, you've got to oppose. Yeah. I don't know. What else could they find to oppose? I don't know. Another public holiday for everyone. <laughs> Just do these wild outlandish claims. <laughs> probably get in on outlandish claims and you probably wouldn't have to follow through on them because they don't follow through always on no. we saw it work with, claims. No, exactly. And we saw it work with Donald Trump. So, yeah. you know. Chris, what do you think? Just start making outland outlandish claims to get into power? Oh, absolutely. Do you have anything <laughs> you'd claim? Um, I don't know. Uh, I, said a, I, suppose... I said a new public holiday. Yeah, 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 that'll do, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Three-day weekend for everyone. 
four free days. Di- four free days. dinners for the homeless. Free dinners, yeah. yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, for one week a year, the everyone has to let homeless people live with them. <laughs> I do that every day of the week. I've got a backyard. <laughs> they can have, hey, there's plenty of room in my backyard for tents. Is that is that your kids, homeless people? <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, well, if they don't do as they're told, they could be, but no. Uh, morning to fax if you're listening. Uh, yeah, I've got grass out the back. We can put tents up in our yards and, you know, yeah. and home the homeless in their own tent, of course. Mm. But it, it's quite disgusting to see, though, isn't it? Like, yeah. you know, when you drive through the city and, uh, you know, you see people there on a pouring down rainy night in the freezing cold, laying there with, you know, just a, whatever they got over the top of them. That's sad. Oh, it's very sad, man, very sad. Mm. But unfortunately, yeah. it's reality, so, you know. Well, like last night, it was very raining in the thunder, yeah. and it's not yep. good. Yep. And, and, and that CEO sleep out, that's only one day a night, doesn't really help much at all. Um, I don't even think we call it tokenistic. <laughs> we, we call it a bit of a, an insult, really. We'll all the CEOs go in there nice warm sleeping bags and sleep outside and say, oh, it's terrible to be homeless. Then they yeah. go back home. I mean, yeah, what whatever yeah. happened to that one? Who was it? The Salvation Army or whoever used to used to do it on the steps of the Opera House. Mm. What was that one? The uh, Winter Sleep Out or whatever they called oh. it. Yeah, remember that mm. back in the days. Whatever happened to yeah, that? Yeah, the winter probably COVID. Probably COVID stopped put pay to it or something. But they did it to raise money for their vans that they go around with soup and food and blankets. Mm. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> Maybe we should put a barbecue on for them or something. We'll just go down the city one week and say, you know, come to a 2 GF barbecue. We'll cook you up a sizzle sausage or something. Yeah. And a hot so milo. Nice. They can tell their stories on air. Yeah, how they got exactly. Oh, well. Hey, there you go. The um, marketing programming committee of 2 GLF need to get onto that, I think. There you go. Think big, <laughs> deliver small. <laughs> Speaking of getting on the thing. Moving right along. You can't help it, Chris, you're hilarious. <laughs> Don't be a troll, Chris. What? Don't be an internet troll. Oh, well, I'm sorry. I had to find a segue to this next one. <laughs> <laughs> the Prime Minister has gotten um, serious about internet trolls bringing in a new uh, anti-troll uh, bill that's coming in where um, they're going to force social media companies to give information on trolls uh, by request. So if you're on the internet causing trouble, uh, annoying politicians on their Facebooks um, under a different name, the uh, government want the power to get the real information of that person. Trace your IP address. Does that, go for local? IP address. Does that go for local council candidates as well? <laughs> oh, uh, it's going to start at a federal level, Chris, and then oh. yeah, you, be- you betcha. I'll be safe then. I'm safe for now. <laughs> you still got time to hustle the local candidates. Oh, well. <laughs> I, thought, I thought when you hustle candidates, that was called democracy. Yeah, given your opinion. <laughs> um, no, not these days. No, but here's a bit of that announcement from uh, this week from the PM, while he was playing football, mind you. So. <laughs> Ooh, multi-talented. Leveling the playing fields between the real and virtual worlds. Oh, beautiful. Oh, the Prime Minister's taking on the social media giants operating in what he sees as a lawless frontier. The online world shouldn't be a, a wild west 
where where bots and, and bigots and trolls and others can just anonymously going around and harm people and hurt people. Under the new laws, social media companies like Facebook and Twitter would be deemed publishers. It means they would be liable for defamatory comments posted on their platforms. And they'll be forced to set up a new complaint system for victims of online abuse to ensure damaging posts can be taken down more quickly and trolls identified, but only with their consent. In many... I guess that's kind of the double end there. They kind of have to... I can't I'm imagine. A troll and you've got to get my yeah. consent. Yeah. <laughs> Which it made me laugh. What kind of troll's going to go? Yeah, sure. Give my personal information. <laughs> hey, what he doesn't realise is that the true trolling started about oh five or six years ago, and by now we've all got a thick skin and we just go nick off. So it's a bit late to have this. When when people first started to be cruel on on the, on Facebook and places like that. That was the time to do it, not wait for a few suicides and a few, um, well, yeah, adverse comments. Yeah. Well, that's it, not waiting for some politician to get, oh, their knickers in a twist about it, and then not worrying about when there's young people that are yeah. committing suicide about it. It's, and as you say, Carol, people just now block and move on or log off. They don't yeah. complain yeah. about it. I it. think nick off is the phrase, isn't it? Hmm. You just get yeah. a thick skin and you think, I mean, when it first happens, you think, my God, that was a horrible thing to say. Yeah. But you see and hear horrible things and you think, oh, well, it's more it's more the problem of the person who's doing the posting, not you that's reading it. Oh, exactly. Just move on with your life and <laughs> let them have a miserable existence. <laughs> get alive. Exactly. <laughs> oh, it's ridiculous. Now, um, this week as well was the big... Alec Baldwin interview about the shooting on his movie set. Do you remember recently? I do. Just double checking. Double checking. Didn't he say he hadn't done it? I was about to play that. <laughs> <laughs> We're on the segment. <laughs> <It's> a segue. Because <laughs> I am going to watch this. I guess for fifteen minutes, and it's a two-parter. Apparently, they're going to drag this out as long as they can. Uh, ABC News in America. Uh, this interview is exclusive to the uh, George uh, Stepanopoulos program. Here is that fateful part, Carol, where he says uh, he didn't pull the trigger. Just <laughs> I was just holding the gun. Here you go. And we'll come back. She was someone who was loved by everyone who worked with and liked by everyone who worked with and admired. Even now, I find it hard to believe that. It just doesn't seem, it doesn't seem real to me. You haven't said much in public since that tragic accident. Why speak out now? I think the big question, and the one you must have asked yourself a thousand times, how could this have happened? You've described it as a one in a trillion shot, and the gun was in your hand. How do you come to terms with that? It wasn't in the script for the trigger to be pulled. Well, the trigger wasn't pulled. I didn't pull the trigger. So no. you never pulled the trigger? No, 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 no. I, I would never point a gun at anyone and pull a trigger at them, never. What did you think happened? How did a real bullet get on I, that I, set? I, I have no idea. Someone put a live bullet in a gun, a bullet that wasn't even supposed to be on the property. Yeah, it's very dramatic. Um, he finally got there and said he didn't pull the trigger. But I love the music in the background. 
You did that, yeah. It's very dramatic, House of Cards. If he didn't um, pull the trigger, then how did she die? Think Chris? she shot? Don't ask a logical question. Chris, what are you doing? Well, then who <laughs> shot? Who shot the gun that killed her then? What, there's this someone is, standing beside, her, beside him that had this, a gun? And, and this is the reason why you are not doing the interview. <laughs> you know what song we need? I shot the sheriff, but I didn't shoot the deputy. Yeah. Or that song, It Wasn't Me. <laughs> Chris, can you pull that song up? That'd be really good if you're able to do it. It wasn't me. <laughs> but uh, here's a bit more in-depth of that interview, because that was the actual trailer that has already um, dropped. But here's a bit of the uh, interview it's, itself. Well, there are some who say you're never supposed to point a gun at anyone on a set, no matter what. Unless the person is the cinematographer who's directing me where to point the gun for her camera angle. That's exactly what happened. That day, I did exactly what I've done every day on that movie. Which is what? Which is that there's an armorer there, and, and that word is new to me. In the years I've been in this... What did you call it? It was a prop guy or woman. And the prop person would come, and sometimes they would insist on demonstrating for you and the camera crew. They take the gun. If it was a contemporary gun, they show you the chamber. They show you the clip. They say, the gun is cold. And you look at it and go, thank you. And... In the 40 years... Sometimes that would happen. Not all the time. Well, but no, no, sometimes they wouldn't demonstrate to me. Some insisted on demonstrating. They would do the demonstration for everybody there right before we rolled the camera. Or rehearsed. Then there were others who they didn't do that because I trusted them to do the job. Believe me, I would do anything in my power. I would do anything in my power to undo what was done. I don't know how. Yeah, very uh, telling interview. Uh, the full thing's 15 minutes. Well, so, so. there was a bit of victim blaming there. Mm. I only point. I only did what she told me to do. <laughs> that it did sound a bit wrong how he said it. Um, they only point the gun when a cinematographer tells you, and then she's the one that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just blame the victim. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, quite an interview. On the, I haven't watched the entire thing, but yeah, definitely worth watching. I think. Um, yeah crazy i have to say um also this week barbados has removed the queen they are now a republic well yeah, that was big news is this the start of the dominoes going down mm. I, I think the start of the dominoes falling. Mm. what do you think carol it's it could be only takes one person right well I think a lot of people will see how Barbados goes, and if it doesn't make any difference to them, they'll probably think, well, we could do the same and it wouldn't make much difference to us. Mm. But, um, yeah, our Prince Charles, God love him. He he was very happy to hand over. One less group to look after when he's king. One less problem. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I saw that he did his final tour, thanked them for everything. I thought he was never not going to make it up the steps. Hmm. I thought, my goodness me, was very hesitant, wasn't he? Mm. I think they'll go... Well, having seen that, I think they might jump jump to William, to be honest, some, someone who's a bit more vital. Oh, you think so? Well, yeah. Mm. Anyway, I cheered and said, long live Barbados, as I <laughs> had my breakfast. <laughs> yeah, and they, their new leader seems um, very happy with the choice. There you go. They go from one woman to another woman in power. <laughs> so that was one. 
um, well anything. actually it was one woman to one woman in power and then one woman taking power away from charles from the male oh that's right yes yes oh yeah that's right they a bit of pre-planning there oh hey i think <laughs> i was in on the pre-plan <laughs> yeah absolutely um also this week omicron is still around uh 15 new cases in New South Wales, but so far, no change in restrictions, nothing to be worried about, it seems like, Carol and Chris. Are you too worried? I got a ping yesterday to monitor myself. I got a ping from Service New South Wales to monitor mm. myself. Are you monitoring yourself? Well, I feel all right. Is that mm. it? <laughs> you did what you were told. I mean, I went to visit someone in the hospital because I thought I was bringing him home because he needed to come home. Mm. Um, and apparently, while I was at the hospital, somebody in the hospital was COVID positive. And I'm thinking, well, not surprising. It's a hospital. Mm. Yeah. And they just said, um, monitor yourself. And I rang and I said, does that mean to say, what does that mean? Monitor yourself. Does it mean I can't go places? Oh, no. You're not you're not uh, direct contact. You just got to monitor yourself. Well, okay. See myself monitored. <clears throat> I'll cough. I'll sneeze. Yes, I'm monitored. <laughs> I haven't told you what to do after that. <laughs> but it did prove that my little card registered me. I did. I don't register by phone. Mm -hmm. I register by a little card, and the little card worked because I was linked up. You see. Excellent. Yeah. There you go. As long as you're all right, Carol. That's all that yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I, mm. I think it was just that somebody was somewhere else in the hospital mm. and they just, I mean, you know. Yeah. I wash my hands anyway when I'm in there ten times, so mm. I'm not, you know, it was a one-off visit, so. Nah, you'll be all right. Chris, what do you think? Should, you worried about Omicron? Oh, well, next we'll be worrying about who farts next year, right? <laughs> Chris, ladies don't fart. Oh, sorry, they, ex they expel wind. Oh, okay, expel wind. <laughs> they um, they ex expel emissions, Chris. Come on. Okay, well, no, honestly, like, you know, it's becoming a bit... Uh, yeah, I think we, we all just have to learn to deal with this, right? It's not going away yeah. anytime soon. There's going to be like 50, 100, you know, thousand uh, different variants before we, you know, know it. And, uh, yeah, we just need to get on with it, I suppose, and live with it. Yeah, exactly. It's just another form. That doesn't seem as worse as the others at the moment, so that's good. Well, if the Premier's not worried about it and ScoMo's not overly worried about it, why do we mm. need to be worried about it? You know? Yeah, but, but Chris, the people who don't worry about it are economists, mm. right? They want the economy to be strong. If a few people fall off the perch on the way through, the economy's strong. Oh, yes, we're looking after public health, but the economy's got to be strong. Mm. They're both treasurers, right? <laughs> well, you know, you're, you're, mm. you've, you've just got to go for a drive through the city and then you, you get an understanding on how much people, uh, you know, care about this whole COVID thing. Mm. Honestly, no, no masks, no social distancing, nothing, you know. It's like, oh, well, it I is what it is. Yeah, it mm. is what it is, you know. Like, we're each man for himself, right? Mm. I must say, in, Chris, though, I hadn't been into Liverpool for a little bit, and when I went in into the hospital, um, I was surprised how many people in the streets were wearing masks. Yeah. I, I don't know whether it was the fact they were going to medical centres or they were going to the hospital, 
but you know people were uh, putting masks on when they got out of the car in the car park and and i saw people walking in the street so perhaps because in liverpool we had such a hard lockdown perhaps people are thinking we don't want to go there again so if it means wearing a mask on in the street or you know being super careful then that can't be a bad thing can it no out here you're right you know it's mask and, and doing the whole hygiene thing is, is really up there but you know go to the you know the uh, northern beaches eastern beaches even in the cbd the city it's like you know <laughs> they're non-existent pretty much you know you probably get one out of a hundred people that it's got a mask on well we can give a shout out to all those people in liverpool who are doing the right thing and we yep. say yep. thank you yep yeah. thank you please wait till the 15th and then you can take off your mask i don't think i will be Oh, really, Carl? Yeah, because, hmm. you know, you'll have to start wearing lipstick again and <laughs> Gotta do your cleaning, hair. Your cleaning your teeth so they're pearly white. and mm. <laughs> Gotta shave. I'm sure lipstick, lipstick companies and toothpaste manufacturers have lost a lot of money during COVID. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It just goes to show, like, you know, how, how things have changed over the last two years since COVID's been around, right? Like, if someone was to walk down the street three, two, two and a half years ago, whatever, wearing a mask, you'd look at them as if they're some kind of weirdo, right? Yep. And you think, oh, what's wrong yeah. with this person? Why are they wearing a mask? Like, you know, everyone used to stare at them. And, and, you know, they must have days, known something. Yeah, and, and these days, it's like, oh, well, if mm. someone's not wearing a mask, you kind of look down at them. It's like, well, why don't you have a mask on you, infectious disease? I think actually (laughs) there's probably in some areas more tolerance. I know when they go and pick up the kids over the road, a lot of them wear masks, but some get out of their car, just pick up their kids and get back in the car. And you think, well, as long as they're socially distanced, that's okay because you're not breathing in their their fumes and vapours, are you, as long as they're outside in the fresh air. Mm. Mm. Well, Well, time will tell. Yeah. Just keep getting vaccinated and uh, get your booster shot. We're up for our booster soon, aren't we, Chris? Yeah, this month. Yep. Yep. So if you can get your booster shot, go and get it. And uh, or if you haven't been vaxxed already, go and get vaxxed. What are you waiting for? Yeah, that's right. What are you, what are you waiting for? Go that's on. why I don't understand how there can still be hesitancy by people. Ah, look, you know... One thing that was pointed out to me a long time ago, right, and this is part of the decision why I went and got faxed, not only to save my life, but yeah, uh, you know, like people carry on, oh, you don't know what's in it, blah, blah, blah. Well, you know, you go to a shop and you buy a hot dog, you don't know what they've put in it or where it's come from. You go to the shop and you buy a meat pie from a from one of those, you know, places, bakeries. Yeah. You don't know Smoking, what, drinking, yeah, same thing. You don't know yeah. what they've put in it. You know what I mean? Like, you go and buy a bottle of vodka and drink it at a, a, a bar. You don't know whether that's just straight vodka. It could be uh, E10 or ethanol in it. True. And, and let's face it, most of us are, as children had vaccines. And to be honest, it's meant that most of us of our generation haven't had polio, haven't had diphtheria, haven't had all those... TBs, another one that used to be prevalent... I mean, we are dealing with one disease now, mainly, but when they had the Spanish flu, they were dealing with no end of diseases because they had no vaccines for them. You know, if if diphtheria didn't get you, polio might or Spanish flu. We are so, so lucky that we've got vaccines. Yeah, I could could not imagine what the country would be like if 
the same people were in it, say, 60, 70 years ago, when all that happened. Mm. Yeah, I think we'd be in a very, very bad state. We'd run out of room in cemeteries. Well, we're so lucky that they got vaccines up so quickly. I mean, unbelievable. Years ago, you know, they might come up with a vaccine every 10 years, you know, and and they tested it and did everything they could. They're, they're way, way advanced now. We just have to trust them because the option is not very good. The other option. Yeah. Yep, so vaccines do work. Yeah, absolutely. You know, just got to gotta do it, eh? Roll your sleeve up, as they say. Yeah, grow up. Grow up, roll your sleeve up. That's it. Hey, some of the injections we had to bend over for, didn't we? Oh, really? Oh, yeah. When we were kids, bend over. By the time we touched our toes, next. And there's still some that do bend over for injections. <laughs> <laughs> well, perhaps, it, you know, it's a softer spot. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I, I couldn't imagine getting a, a needle in the bum, but anyway, yeah. Let me tell you. <laughs> what happens if you they they change the booster rules and you have to? Well, didn't they actually many years ago? Didn't they used to give you your um your uh, hep, hep what needle was it? Um, mm. they used to give you a needle in the buttocks, right? I can't remember what needle it was. I may have was it? Is it your um? Oh, jeez, I've forgotten now. But yeah, mine, mine was diphtheria in my rear end. They weigh you, and then they, well, you know, I think I think they did it to younger kids so you wouldn't see the needle coming. They just used to say, "Bend down, touch your toes." Whoops! Tetanus. Or drop your dax, drop your dax, touch your toes, and that was it. <laughs> did they? What about your tetanus shot? Did they used to give that to you in the in the buttocks? In the butt? No, I always had tetanus in my arm. Smallpox, they actually pricked away. I've got about a fifty cent piece on my arm where they pricked away and and the the, the skin indented. It came up in like a big blister, and when the blister went down, you had like a, a circular dent in your arm. That was smallpox. Could be a lot worse, you see, Chris. Like they're only rolling up their arm, a quick jab, and that's all they need. You know, when we had TB injections, they gave you a test to see if you'd got any antibodies for TB. Mm -hmm. And if you hadn't, then you had the TB injection. There you yeah. go. Okay. Are I you am. fully vaxxed, Steve, by the way? Yes, I am. Yes. Oh, that's good. Are you going for your booster? Uh, I haven't booked it in yet, but yes, I most likely will be. Good work. Yeah. I wouldn't expect anything else, would you? Take one for the team, Stephen. No. <laughs> Take one for the country, young Stephen. <laughs> All right, we'll go to some music and then come back and talk about our little little Liverpool Fairfield elections and all the fun stuff coming oh. up. And we'll play a clip or two, I think. And I can hardly yeah. wait. <laughs> we're here with Chris, Carol and Steve time to talk what's happening in the local area any major thing is of course the local council elections on today a lot of people already pre-polled or voted on i see i, I see you can do i voting now on the internet um yeah you two chris carroll you're both excited about today's big event i can't wait I'm more excited than Big Kev. We get a new mayor today. Who will it be? Mm. Oh, I don't yeah. think we'll get the results today anyway, Chris. Ah, oh. not even for the local one. 
No, because I want the pre-polls to be counted and postals and... Oh, yes, yeah, true. Mm. Will, we, will we have a street party, Chris, in our area? Absolutely, depending on who wins. <laughs> no, I think we just have a street party full stop. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. And whoever loses, we can just get their signs and darts or something, I don't know. Or just, yeah. Well, they can be used for dartboards after today, can't they? Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Mm. Hey, it's a good Look at you. <laughs> if we go, uh, I'm going to go and grab a couple, actually, because if we go into another lockdown, I need something to do. Mm. Yeah. See, now you're wishing that they handed you things when you were going to vote. You could use them as dartboards. We use the core flutes. Ah, oh, even better. There you go. <laughs> now, this past week, uh, 2GLF, our very own 2GLF, had a mayor candidates uh, forum with uh, only four of the five candidates. Yeah. Oh, um, who didn't turn up? Uh, I think the Greens. Yeah, the Greens. They might have been out saving the koalas. Mm. Or the trees. Oh, because yeah. he was the first one that, that said he was coming, the first one to, to respond that he would be he'd love to be there. Mm. Might have been sick. Hey, no excuses. It was online, Carol, wasn't it? Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> I'm waiting to see if I've got the COVID. <laughs> exactly. No, but before that did turn up, uh, Michael Andrew. Oh, my God. Andrew Jakovic, how do you say his name? Al, is it Al? Uh, no. Angelkovic. Angelkovic. Yeah, uh, Angelkovic. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Peter Harley, <laughs> Nathan Haggerty, and uh, Ned Manoon. Um, Peter Hall. You've got Peter Hall. Yep. Peter Hall. Yep. Um, they were there. Here is a bit of that, and then we can uh, get into um, the Fairfield candidates as well, because it seems Fairfield may have been forgotten. About. No, it's no, fair. no. There was something invited, I'm but. Kidding. <laughs> with only two candidates, so perhaps they. Oh, uh, was it? Is that why? Yeah, ah. yeah. But they did. They were. They were given an invite for a different night, but they didn't want to come and talk to us. Oh, well. you no. Know, Maybe perhaps, friend. The, perhaps the date wasn't right. Who knows? Yeah, or yeah, true. Could be. Um, here's a bit of that one with the Liverpool uh, mayor's candidates. Um, it was. Quite a lengthy one, actually. Went for over an hour and highly suggest um, doing some... Well, I guess it's my point now because you're voting today. <laughs> During the week. He's a, a bit of that. Uh, from the Liberal Party is also joining uh, our forum. Ned, are you there, Ned? Hello, Ned. Can you hear me? I can. How are you, Davey? Good day, Ned. How are you? Good, thank you. Good, good. Thank you so much for joining the 89.3 to GF uh, forum for tonight. Uh, you were running late, so I'll give you two minutes to maybe introduce yourself to our audience, uh, a bit about yourself and why you've actually uh, running for the council election for 2021, Ned. Yes, thank you very, thank you, Davey, and thank you, and my apologies, everybody. Um, in the heat of the Uh, it seems like we've lost Steve. I oh, know. Uh, yep. We're 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 yeah, we're losing Steve there. <laughs> He's got a bandwidth problem, I think, Chris. Yes. 
so mm. we're running a few minutes behind. Um, meaning with the meeting, I was just meeting with a very, very in when in doubt, reboot. <laughs> That's how exciting it was. It kicked me out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not too sure how far that went into it, but uh, <laughs> did no. that clip get? Did that clip no, go that no, no, no. It kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, All right, here's a here's a bit of the clip. Fifty or hundred years or thousands of years, they're going to say this is the city where they where they cured cancer. This is where the city where advancement was made in a field of technology that helped human beings all over the world. Right? We have the Ingham Research Institute right here in Liverpool that are working on the biggest problems in the world. I want kids to say, hey guys, we've got the infrastructure for you. You've got the brains. Let's come through here. Let's build that culture of innovation. Right? So it's about getting a purpose for our city and everything we're doing is about the next generation. Right? I know when people say, oh, this guy's crazy. No, 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 right? Guess what? Every entrepreneur was called crazy in life. With his um, aspirations for what he sees Liverpool's future. And they also touched on uh, education and the transport system and how to fight crime in the local area. One thing I found interesting, it wasn't really mm. touched on our, uh, or what wasn't, uh, I don't think it was said in the one that we had, but uh, mm. they, they did have a uh, another forum of uh, last a few days before, or whatever, a week before, um, and mm. uh, you know they they referred to some of the citizens of Liverpool as junkies. So you know, I, I would like to say to those two candidates that hopefully they are listening to your show. They may be junkies, but just remember, well, in your eyes they may be junkies. In my eyes, they're people that uh, obviously have problems and they need help. But if you've got two people there that are running for a mayor calling their citizens junkies, that just goes to show what they really think of those people. And those people you're calling junkies, just remember, they're also voters and where they live. Yeah, you know, I, I, I took big, great offence to that when I, when I heard that. Actually, Chris, I often take offence because when you say you live in Liverpool you get the comment well can't you afford to live anywhere else and i'm thinking i chose to live here i've lived here on and off well nearly since i arrived i certainly you know worked in liverpool when i arrived 50 odd 50 years ago actually and and it, i chose to live here and they make assumptions about and my daughter in melbourne recently someone said where are you from and she said sydney or oh, whereabouts western suburb oh my god how was it growing up in the western suburbs? It must have been terrible. And she said, well, no, actually, I went to a, a very nice high school and um, 2170 always been my postcode. Yeah. So it's not just in the local area. She said, I couldn't believe it, Mum. Uh, that's said, it. Oh, my it God. How, you know, what was it like? You know, were you mm. safe? <laughs> yeah, more safer than you are in the city. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, she couldn't it's, believe it. She it's said, it's it has, it's even got down to Melbourne. Yeah, of course, because Western Sydney has such a bad stigma to it, right? When it's actually not that bad as people think it is. No, it's not. Look, or it's I'm, perceived to be. I'm surprised that one of those candidates who claims to have grown up in public housing and, and all that kind of stuff, that he would actually use those words, junkie. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, they're not junkies. They're people that take drugs that need help. Mm. You know, and... Uh, I think both those those uh, people that made those comments need to pull their head in and uh, have a hard look at, you know, 
what's around them, the people that are around them. They're not I mean, I, I, I've always found it, you know, uh, offensive that they wanted to move the methadone clinic. The methadone clinic is a... We're going to have one somewhere. Mm. Yep. It's a convenient spot. We were only around the corner. We got lobbied, you know. Or do you want to get rid of the methadone clinic? No, it's got to go somewhere. Yeah. Convenient for people to get to. Obviously, if you're going to methadone clinic, then you, you're trying to, um, to some extent, try and resolve your issues with drugs. Yeah, exactly. They need an alert. Yeah. And they complain about that. But yeah, they're quite happy to have a, a, a big cage or bin thing out the front of the hospital where people just go and push a button and it dispenses needles from. Okay. Yep. But anyway, yeah. That I, I did, as I said, I found that very offensive. Those words were used. So I'm just glad it never happened on our, the one that we did. Mm. <laughs> Could have got ugly. <laughs> <laughs> well, it would have got ugly. I would have said something. I, I, you know, because yeah. You would have used. You would have used the bleep button, wouldn't you? Bleep yeah. bleep. Yeah, I would have actually because yeah, as I said, they're not junkies. They're people that are in need of help. They they have a problem, and yeah. So you know, this is. So I hope you know people that are going out to vote today. I I hope uh, I've given away enough of who who had said it, and uh, yeah, you make your own decision. Anyway, Steve, sorry. Yeah, that's the I was going to say. They're not going to be able to. Whoever the new mayor is will not be able to live up to Mayor Wendy Waller who is um, on the outs, she's done. She did release a final video this week. Chris, you, you're going to enjoy this one, I think. Oh, I and, can't wait. Uh, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully you'll be able to hear it before it cuts me off again. <laughs> Here is Mayor Wendy's uh, final goodbye from the Liverpool City Council. Hello, everybody. I'm Wendy Waller, the Mayor of the City of Liverpool. I'm speaking to you for the last time today before the end of my mayoral term. I would like to thank members of our wonderful Liverpool community who it has been my pleasure to represent. It has been a tough year for many of us, but we are a resilient lot. You may have noticed that it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas around Liverpool. This year, people are getting into the festive season a little earlier and many have already put up their Christmas trees and lights in anticipation. Council has also been busy decorating Macquarie Mall for this special occasion. We're excited to be bringing the festivities back to the community and we'll be turning on the lights of our beautiful Christmas tree shortly. As we do, we are also helping to turn on the lights in the hearts of our city and the various businesses that populate our city after and such a long... Goes on and on and on and very unwholesome. <laughs> Chris, are you going to miss the Mayor Wendy updates? I have just found the song for Wendy. Oh, When we go to the next break, I'm dedicating this song to Wendy. Are you? Yep. Alright, well, Chris, um, Mayor Wendy does have a final parting goodbye there, for, not for you specifically, but for the people of Liverpool. Um, here she is. Merry Christmas and all the best for a happy and prosperous 2022. And goodbye and thank you. And now we will light up our beautiful tree in Macquarie Mall. Yes, and then the tree got lit up. <laughs> No fireworks? 
No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, no fireworks. So that's it. May Wendy's done. We'll see who wins over the weekend or early next week. No. And then insert X Mayor's um, message here. <laughs> I wish her all the best in her upcoming uh, adventures. Actually, Chris, I have to say that when we were leaving Macquarie Street, Mayor Wendy was very supportive because from the very beginning she was there when 2GLF um, went to the tribunal to try and get a license and she spoke on behalf of 2GLF in 1983. So um, for that we thank her. Yep. No, totally agree. Thank you. It wasn't the mayor then, but she was certainly interested in community radio and she came as a spokesperson on behalf of, you know, the, the community. Mm. Yeah. As I said, best of luck to her and uh, I hope she enjoys retirement. Because uh, she, she's moving up the coast or something. I, is that what's happening? I heard she's moving. So, yeah, enjoy your retirement, Wendy. It's well deserved. I couldn't imagine being on the... on. To be honest, I couldn't imagine being on council with all some of those people mm. that she's had to put up with. Uh, she did her best. Yeah. Well, she had a bit of a break when Ned was on, didn't she, for a while? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, came back revigorated and renewed. Yeah. And now, ironically, she's leaving and Ned could be back in. So. The more things change, the more they stay the same. And here comes the pendulum. Mind it doesn't hit you in the head. Here comes the pendulum. Absolutely. Um, over to the Fairfield side, though, as you said earlier, only two candidates are George Barcher and Frank Carbone. How do you think that's going to go, Chris? Oh, look. I think Frank's got it in the bag, to be honest. Like he's I, I think so, too. Yeah. Only because he has that larger profile from all that time he spent on Channel 9 and Channel 7, you know, during COVID. He kind of got a profile about himself compared to George. Yeah, George is probably too busy grooming his hair. <laughs> I just have to have a look. <laughs> Chris, very funny. <laughs> oh, hang on, he doesn't have hair, does he? Oh, well, there you go. No, look, who knows, you know. Best of luck to both of them. Could go either way, you never know. Who wins, you decide today on the council elections. That's it. <laughs> um, that's it for the council elections. And... Oh, thank yeah. God for that. Sorry, yes. Over to a little bit more depressing news if the council elections weren't more depressing enough. Um, carols at Horsley Park have been cancelled for the year due to COVID. Have the carols um, got COVID? Yeah, apparently the carols got COVID, so they've cancelled it. <laughs> they cancelled the event that was going to take place at Hey, Horsley. a joke. I've just got another message from the New South Wales Health. Continue to monitor yourself for COVID. <laughs> Sorry, we just broke the news. What, it's a very efficient system, is it not? Absolutely. Did you hear the ping when you were talking? That was the Service New South Wales telling me to monitor myself. Oh, wow. I can go out, but just monitor yourself. <laughs> i got a slight headache today, actually, a bit of a nose. I might have to go get tested myself. Mm -hmm. oh. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, look, they're on the case. I'm very happy about it. Good job, so not, only, not only did the Carols have COVID, Carol has been possibly exposed to COVID. Well, I'm, 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 not, I'm not a direct contact 
Oh, okay. Well, that's right. It's like being on Earth when someone else has got it, you know. Mm. Someone else was around, so we're telling you they were around, but you, you're not a direct contact. I suppose it's just a courtesy call. If you get a scratchy throat, consider it might be this. Chances are, it's not. Yeah, exactly. That's just shows they're still being cautious, doesn't it? It just yeah. shows the QR system is just working. Mm, it's doing its job. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, anything else making the news? In the local area? Chris, Carol, see anything? No. Um, there's a lot of houses with Christmas lights on it. That's good. Have Anyone? you done yours up? Is your tree no. up yet? Uh, my tree's Car up, yes. But my house, no. Carol, yours? Um, we don't do a tree because if you put a tree up, you've got to take it down. Mm. So, you know, it's, it's sort of up, down. Yeah, so that's not some... We did in England. We used to have a, a, um, a real tree. It used to come in and sheed its pines and needles all over the carpet. But we've never bothered since we came to Australia, really. So. Okay, no mistletoe. You never see any mistletoe. But then, of course, kissing would be out with COVID, wouldn't it? You couldn't kiss anyone under the mistletoe anyway. Yeah, that's COVID that's they it would be COVID unsafe. Well, they got rid of it years ago. I, I mean, it's not something you see, is it? Kissing under the mistletoe? No, no, that's more of an uh, American thing. We no, it's very British. Is it? Very oh. British. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought it was more but of an American But it it's thing. a good excuse for for lechers to just grab you as you come through the door. And you, before you hit them across the face, they wave a piece of mistletoe, you know, as if to say, it's valid, I can do it. Yeah, I can just kiss whoever I like now. <laughs> okay, yeah, exactly. So I think that's probably why it stopped. That makes sense. Makes sense, doesn't it? It does, yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, that's it for the local area the wild west segment uh we go to a song or two and then come back with television <gasps> television my favorite part of the all show steve me, me too i love it okay uh so we're gonna i'm gonna play a song for Wendy. yeah okay oh thank you chris uh what more could we ask for than a little mariah carey and all i want for christmas is you wendy welcome back to the wild west here with carol chris and steve Time to talk television. That was a beautiful song, don't you reckon? I thought it was. Two great songs from Mayor Wendy there, Chris. That's very nice. No, well, the second one I had to play for my wife because she's resting up in in oh. bed at the moment with jelly legs. Um, oh. She had a bit, yeah, she had a bit of an issue earlier in the week, but um, hmm. yeah, she's doing much better. Thank God, goodness for that. But yeah, her legs are still feeling a bit like jelly and that. So yeah. So you're slaving over her. Well. Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> what do you do? Things you do for love, right? That's the next song. No. <laughs> anyway, television, yeah. Yeah, um, either of you watch anything interesting this week? I watched a great program last night with Billy Connolly, going back to where he got into comedy and when he was a welder in the shipyards and he went to the old pubs and... We saw some of his comedy routines from the 70s and, you know, I don't know whether you remember Crucifixion. He, he, he was very irreverent and I just cracked up. I, I thought it was the best hour I'd had for a long time. I've probably seen it before, um, but it was, it was Billy Connolly in Scotland. Yeah, was, old series. <laughs> yeah, but it was, you know, it's just what I needed. 
I thought, yeah. oh, I watched that. I might have missed it the first time round. I know it's old because he was he was young and and sprightly, you know. But he was very old as well when he was sort of telling the tale now. So mm. it wasn't that old, but um, it was just reminiscing on what he'd done, you know, over the last fifty years. But it was good fun. Oh, that's good to hear. And Chris, what about you? No, I didn't. Re- I haven't really watched much at all, to be honest. Yeah, I think this was the week where I didn't watch any television. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I um, yeah, I've pretty much worked all week actually. So yeah, I, I haven't really watched anything. Home and Away is not on, see, so they've taken a short break. So oh, is that finished? Yeah, thank goodness for that. Um, <laughs> so pretty much all the shows are going on strike, right, until next year. Oh, okay. Um, I think like I a- think they call it a summer hi- hiatus, don't they? Oh, yeah, because it's a non-ratings period now. Yeah, I, I did see Question Time on. The other day, I thought, oh yeah, that, that looks interesting. Oh, how long did you last? Uh, probably about three minutes or so. <laughs> yeah. Was somebody calling someone a buffhead? Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, there you go, Chris. Give National Press Club a try. See how long you last on that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's tea time at the National. <laughs> oh, sleep time. Oh, sleep time. That's Mid- it. Midday, midday dozing. <laughs> yeah. I tell you what, though, like they, they they should really put that question time on in the constipation ward. It'll certainly fix a lot of people up. Honestly, <laughs> yep. It's enough, to, or to the sleep ward to make you want to sleep. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I did catch one show this week. Uh, the books that made us, hosted by Claudia Carvin on the ABC. Um, it's not a good show. <laughs> No, that was the second week. I watched it the first week and I thought, oh, soporific. Yeah, I think I'd switched it? it off before it had, it had been completed. It was not very dynamic at all and it was, oh, I don't know. It's been so artsy and fartsy. It's for like a very small, small demographic, you know? I'm sure we've read all those books and found them exciting, but the way they were talking about them, I thought, are we talking about the same books? Yeah, like it's some landmark-breaking thing that changed the world. No. No, it just filled two or three hours for us reading it, and we enjoyed it. Yeah, and moved on to the next one. Out. Yeah, exactly. No, but it changed the course of history, Carol. <laughs> Which book was that? All of them, if you watch the program. <laughs> <laughs> no, I gave up after halfway of the first program. Oh, I know me what, too. I know what yeah. you're talking about. You think, oh, this, yeah. Art, artsy farts is a good description. It, it really was. I, I stuck it out until they got to Cloud Street, which I think was the third book Claudia was talking about. Um, and I'm like, okay, relax. Books, they're not that amazing. <laughs> okay. uh, yeah, so no, that's another show I, I wouldn't go back to. I mean, talking about, you know, it paved the way for our nationality and it was the, you know, Australians coming into the world. You think, nah, it was yeah. books. <laughs> it was a piece of paper with words, relax. <laughs> we must be cynical. COVID cynical, that's what we are. Yeah, I think all the nutters are finally coming out. And <laughs> yeah. Oh, bit sh- Chris, you should give that show a try, actually. What show is that, Steve? The books that made us. <laughs> I already know what made us. My parents. <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll give no, you five Chris, it was minutes. Books. <laughs> I'll give you five minutes, Chris. <laughs> okay, so books made us, did they? Books, books that, that made us, made us yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. fair enough. All right, yeah. 
We didn't have a national identity till these books came out and then it gave no. us a national identity. Whatever that may mean. I'm lost. Yeah, yeah we were. That's why we switched it off. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure there's a market for it somewhere. Like, people that <laughs> believe that crap, but, you know. I don't think I would even give it to Year 12 students because it was so sick and sentimental, wasn't it? Yeah. Unless the students, like, really, you know, pissed you off at school. Oh, it's a rainy day. Let's watch the books at my house. <laughs> Oh, torture time, torture time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, come on, can't we watch, like, The you Castle feed, or something? You feed E-Rolls all day, I'll give you a video. Yeah. No, you can hear about how Cloud Street changed the discourse of Australia. <laughs> oh, I like that word. You picked some... You got educated. <laughs> discourse, Chris. Did you hear that, Chris? Yep. That's the level you've got to report on the, when your five minutes when you watch it. Oh, gosh. Okay. All right, something more fun to watch, though. The Hot Seat. We've got Eddie Maguire. Yeah, I love that show. That's a good show. He's um, looking for new auditions for the program for next year's uh, tapings. Uh, unfortunately, I still hate this rule that they have in place that it's only open to Victorians. Really? Is, yeah. Yeah. It's only because it's filmed in Victoria and it's only open to Victorian residents, which is such a shame because I love this show. I would definitely give it a go. But, but you would. They, they would have to pay for plane fares, wouldn't they, and things? Yeah, I guess so. And accommodation. Mm. Yeah, that is true, Cal. But still, I want, I want to give it a shot. <laughs> you want to go? Okay, well, just go. Don't worry about it. Just tell them you moved. No. Tell, tell them you're living with Carol's daughter. How are they going to know? <laughs> she was living with Carol well, last she'll, week. <laughs> she'll go along with that. Don't worry about that. Well, she's in Victoria. Just go and say you're living with we'll her. You, we'll give you an address. If you, if, yeah, if you oh, win, yeah. just slither her a couple of dollars and she'll be happy, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Good oh, idea, Chris. I didn't think of that. Problem solved. You Mate, use your connection, Steve. That is Yeah, true. she got herself on the uh, she got herself on the chase and won twenty thousand. She might help you get on. <laughs> that is true, yeah. Well there you we go. Can, we can prepare. She won. Yeah. She won some cash, Steve. You're in hey, mate, you Millionaire, here we come. Millionaire hot seat, here we go. <laughs> you're in, you're in, mate. You got it. All right, I've got to try it. Um, also on television, there was going to be this Christmas special with um, Delta Goodrum called Christmas with Delta. <laughs> oh, pain, pain and torture. Go on, tell us what's happening. They clearly paid for that before the Delta. <laughs> it's... However, they have changed it. It's now Christmas with Delta Goodrum, so people don't get confused. <laughs> get into bed, put your dressing gown on. You're going to have a time with some Delta. Oh, hilarious. He's, he's a test. He's a test to go with it. <laughs> people are not that stupid, but I got to laugh. So they had to change the title of the program. It is Christmas with Delta Goodrum now, not Christmas with Delta. I would have left it as Christmas with Delta. I would yeah. have too. <laughs> yeah. Who cares? They're being political, politically correct. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, that's hilarious. So that's going to be on the Saturday, December the 11th, uh, 7.30 on Network 9. So Christmas with Delta, you can do your sing-alongs, Chris, and... I will be watching that, and I'll also have my free my COVID swab next to me. I'll do it mid-show. 
Oh, really? <laughs> you get your marshmallow and your hot chocolate. Yeah, marshmallow, hot chocolate, and a, and a COVID squab. Or oh, during yeah. the Delta show. <laughs> now, last week there was a big controversy with Matt Doran and, and uh, Adele. Remember, he offended the, oh. the great he, star. He didn't listen to the album. Didn't listen to, didn't the album. listen to the album. She stormed off for the interview and all that fun stuff. But she didn't actually sto- storm off. She went. She left nine minutes after the interview ended. But so, makes yeah. good, makes exciting reading. Makes exciting reading. Exactly, Carol. Now Matt Doran has given his apology, uh, his grivelling apology. Chris Carol, uh, hope you're ready for this one. Oh. <laughs> Probably one of the best apologies I've ever heard, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Give, give it I, don't, to him. I don't hear many apologies. I'd like yeah. to hear one. All right, here you go, Carol. Here's, here it is. Something that's made headlines this week and something that I would like to apologise for. This is a story that has sparked a torrent of abuse and mockery from around the world. And if I'm being honest with you, the bulk of this savaging I deserve and I totally own. I flew to London to interview Adele, an unspeakable privilege and what was to be one of the highlights of my career. I made the terrible mistake of assuming we weren't to be given a preview copy of this album because our interview was airing before it was released and Adele's album was the industry's most prized secret. The day after, after we landed in London, an email came through from Sony. It didn't mention Adele, but it did contain a link to her album. The genuine, dead set, hand on heart truth is that I missed it. By an absurdly long margin, the most important email I've ever missed in my life. The interview itself, Adele didn't walk out, it ran over time. At least half of the interview focused squarely on the new music. That I thought it was reductive to describe it as simply being about divorce. That it was about empowerment and would inspire people to summon the courage to steer their lives in a new direction. We spoke of the paradox that is being... Yeah, the world's on and on about how it's the greatest record in human history. Has he got any, uh, skin, has he got any skin left on his knees? <laughs> Please, Adele, forgive I've, me. Uh, you I've can read. have my first newborn child. I tell you what, if he's still got his skin left, he's definitely got a brown nose. <laughs> Far out. Can you believe that? Yeah, I don't... <laughs> I mean... If you want, if you wanted to, you could think it was a take. You know, he's having a he's having a big take of it. No, I think he generally got told. Yeah, you apologise. He got into trouble at work, and they said, "Fix it." He got suspended. Correct. Did he? Yeah, he got he got suspended for the week. Yeah, for the week. Yeah, all because he didn't listen to an Adele song. Oh, serious? how hilarious! Was it? He, he, he offended her. That would have come up from the executive, that seven, you apologise. It would have come from Sony as well. <laughs> yep, Sony will never have give you any um, access to any of our, st- our musicians, you know, and music. You better... Oh, God. So, so now Matt Doran's offered his uh, newborn child to Adele. What? She's, she's, the, <laughs> she's the godmother. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> of course. <laughs> I think that's a great exemplar of how to apologise. Are you serious? You are serious, right? That's where I thought it was going, honestly, with that apology. Thank God (laughs) for that, man. You know how to G someone up, don't you? (laughs) Far out. For the first time probably in your show's history, you would have needed a beeper. If that was true. (laughs) What do you think? How ridiculous. What an apology. Ah, look. (sighs) But you do what you got to do. I guess he would have got told... Yeah, but she's, she's a singer, for Christ's sake. She's not... Oh. 
I listened to one song I didn't like it I didn't listen to the rest of the album <laughs> oh you're a good critic <laughs> one That's song it. is as much as I'm gonna tolerate well after hearing all that and how you must listen to this album it's the greatest thing ever coming from Adela self I'm like yeah, okay relax it's not that great <laughs> if one song didn't get me hooked it can't be that good and that was the first song and it's in the order because didn't she fight about getting um sometimes when you're on spotify you get the song that they they Shuffle. put first and mm. she battled to get the songs in order that she'd put them in yep. in other words if she's got number number one song you've got to hear that as number one song i mean yep. you can shuffle it if you want to yeah, i know the terminology the but it comes up in the order that she wants it to be played it's all about adult isn't it it's all about her I think it says more about her than it does about the thing that happened. Well, you know, I, I know it's all about her and she's making it all about her because if you listen to one of her tracks, at mm. the very beginning, the first lot of lyrics, listen to this. Hello, it's me. There you go. See, it's all about her. <laughs> it's all about Adele. That explains it. That's five seconds into the song. Even yeah. though I love that track, but yeah. It's a nice track, but... I couldn't help myself. When you've got the star power that she does, I guess you can kind of throw it around. She sings, a, she sings, mate. You know, like, there's a lot of people that can sing. And you think of someone with that amount of power, they maybe, I don't know, want to help uh, South Africa get vaccinated, um, feed the poor, uh, help people with housing, maybe, I don't know, help people wrongfully committed get out of jail. Um... But no, shuffling on Spotify is much more important. Run as uh, the uh, president? Yeah, something more. <laughs> Actually, she's just about to move to Vegas. Uh, she's doing two shows a week, I believe. Oh, there you At go. The, uh, what's that big one over there where everyone goes? Celine Dion's over there, been there as well. Las Vegas? Yeah, 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 that motel or whatever they... Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, the casino, yeah. The palace um, or whatever they call it. I don't know. Caesar's Palace. That's the one, yeah. 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 She's going there for uh, two shows a week. I think she starts in January. Yeah, that's right, because they did a lot of... Yeah, Madonna did it, and yes, I'm the other one that. But yeah, so there you go. Hopefully that's an end to that chapter of the traumatic life of Adele. Maybe she can make an album out of that experience. Um, maybe Matt Doran can make an album. <laughs> what are they going to call it? The uh, Gribbling Apology. My Seven Mate Never Listen to My Song? I don't know. My Seven... <laughs> My, se my seven mate, actually. Chris, that's really good. My seven mate. Anyway. That was a good one. Huh? Okay. Uh, I'm not as stupid as I look, Steve. You might think, but no, I'm not. You proved it just there. There yeah, you thank go. Thank you very much. Um, nothing as exciting tomorrow, but um, Insiders um, has... Josh Frydenberg on the program. Maybe he'll be doing some apologizing. We'll see. Um, don't bank on it, though. I highly doubt it. Um, also joining David Spears is Phil uh, Curry, Nikki Savar, and James Campbell to look back at the 2021 um, in politics, essentially. Carol, looking forward to it. You're a fan of Insiders? Um, I can take it or I can leave it. 
some weeks it's quite good. Other times I think, nah, this is so repetitive, it's not funny. So oh, if you watch the news during the week, and I like to watch the news as it occurs, yeah. it's really a summary of what you already know. Sometimes yeah. it's good, a good summary and the speakers are good. Other times you think this is more of the same, so no. Absolutely. And you generally turn, uh, turn in if there's, like, an interesting guess. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, you're gonna, it's going to be good if Barnaby Joyce is on there. Oh, love him. Love <laughs> Absolutely. Him. Pure, pure entertainment. That foot, guy. In you know the foot in the mouth disease every time. Yeah. That's why I always like when he's on 7.30 and giving it back. To, <laughs> giving it back when he gets answer, questions. <laughs> yeah, he's really good. I like Bottery. <laughs> um, also on the ABC, they're going to be uh, giving 50 additional journalists to the regional areas. Um, as part of a deal that was struck with Facebook and Google. So they got some money from that deal with Facebook and Google and they're going to assign 50 uh, additional journalists to the regional areas that need it. So like the Western Plains would be one of them. And more. So that's good. The regional areas are lacking in journalism, I guess. Uh, anything else in television? I think that's about it. Anything to look out for coming up? Depends Carol? what television you're talking about. Any. Anything that's on a screen. Oh, SBS, late nights, any of that. Does that still happen? No, that, that doesn't happen. It's just foreign movies now. Oh, okay. So they stopped all that years ago, did they? Yeah. Okay. That proves that Steve used to watch them. No. That's so I exactly what I was talking about. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Uh, Chris, you're a terrible jerk. <laughs> Maybe I look at the TV guide. <laughs> oh, they still have those, do they? They do. It's called on your phone. <laughs> oh, do they still come out in the papers? You yes, you can get you can get binge in the Sunday paper, so you can look in the catalogue to see what's on. Wow, I haven't bought a Sunday paper in a very long time. Yeah, oh. you're, you're one of these ones that like to save trees, aren't you, Stephen? Do it online. No, it's just. <laughs> I get the newsletter updates in my inbox. <laughs> okay. Sorry, it's 2021. <laughs> hey, don't knock it. I, I used to love getting the, having the paper turn up on the you know, Sunday being delivered or even going up and getting it from the post. Uh, not the post either. Yeah. Carol, you read the paper every Sunday? Yep. I'll get two papers from the servo. Really? Yep. Yeah. Are you a subscriber or you just do no, it? No, I just of... come by two papers. My mother reads the Sunday paper as well when she has breakfast. So, no, two. And then I, we get the television pamphlet called Binge. And we check, you know, what, if there's anything on so we, we don't miss the good stuff. Oh, that's nice. Hey, whatever happened to the paper boy? Oh, Glenn used to be our paper boy. Mm. So Chief used to be our paper boy. He was the paper boy for years. Glenn was. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. he, had, he had his trolley and everything. Ah, well, now we know what we can call him next week, the paper boy. The paper boy's back next week. Yeah, well, he won't mind because he, you know. Working with paper today as well. He got his wages. Yeah, that's it. He was up the road and then he went to Wattle Grove. Mm -hmm. Yeah, bring back the paper boy, I reckon. Oh, yeah, he used to blow his whistle. <laughs> We go out and get the... You think I'm joking, no, but I know I'm you're serious. He t he's told me. I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Ah, bring back the paper yeah. boy, I reckon. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The old yellow cart walking down the street. Jeez, get kids off devices. Get them get out of their butts. Yeah, get them off their rear ends and get out there and bloody paperboy. Yeah, bring him back. I agree, Chris. They should be. Bring the paperboy back. And bring back the local paper too. Mother at it. Oh, yes. I love the local paper on the lawn. I'd hear mm-hmm. it thud and I'd be out there keeping up with the Joneses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's that's sad. No local paper. Nah. Exactly. How are you meant to keep up with your local news now? Yeah, I used to get tradespeople from there as well. You know, they, ad- they advertise, mm, want a carpenter, get the local paper, mm-hmm. give a job to a local person. Yes. Everyone thinks it's progress that we have now, and I think, nah, there were some no things way. that were great. Yep. That was one of them. Getting the local yep. paper, having the paper boy, the milkman, they were all good, you know, things that, yeah. But newspaper, hey, the local rag used to be good, right? When you finish reading it, you use it to wash down your windows. Yeah. Yeah. So it served more. Newspaper is a great thing for window cleaning. Yeah. Yeah. And they used to put, like, fish and chips in them as well. <laughs> Whoa, that's going back a long way. <laughs> were you even around then, Steve? <laughs> I was. Okay. <laughs> Perhaps he's lived in the colonies, yeah. but it's true because you used yeah. to have the print used to come off your newspaper, and, and you'd have print all around your mouth and all on your chips and your fish. <laughs> yep. Yeah. See, I know what's going on, Chris. Very good, young Stephen. Very good, old uh, Stephen. Old Stephen, <laughs> showing my age. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, good, all good right, we'll go to some music and then uh, sport. Uh, okay. What would you like? Well, something upbeat. Adele, hello, it's me again. Since you've already got her there, go on. It's all about her. Hello. Welcome back to the Wild West. You're here with Chris Carroll and Steve. It's time to talk about sport. Oh, sport. Yes, we have to do it, Chris. Who's playing <laughs> whose balls this week? Who's well, what and what? Who's showing the stump? You know what I had to laugh about though they've gone from a guy that was sending naughty pictures on his phone right yeah of his body parts mm-hmm. to a guy named cummings <laughs> <laughs> did nobody ever realize <laughs> so what was cummings doing obviously the wrong thing <laughs> I've done oh, he's, he's, he's in now he's the captain now oh but they've got they got rid of a guy for sending inappropriate photos to a guy that's Cummings. <laughs> Hopefully not in the wrong place. How long before pain comes back? Do you think? Oh, about six months. Yeah, he'll be, right. in, be in purgatory for a while, won't he? Yeah, after the Ashes, I think, which start on Thursday. Yeah. Um, how do you think Australia is going to go, Carol, against the Barmy Army? Is that what they- <laughs> Well, I, I'm, I know who I normally cheer for mm. in the ashes. People I've cheered for since I was knee-high to a grasshopper. <laughs> so that's Sorry. It. Go, England. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see when we meet up again well, next week well, how we're going. I stand corrected, but I think, yeah, we'll see. Mm. They'll do some sledging. Under their breath, they'll do some sledging. Sandpaper, sandpaper. <laughs> rude texts, rude texts. Absolutely. <laughs> Look at your name, Captain. Look at your name. Wasn't this happen? Like, didn't this happen some time ago? Yeah, 2017. Mm. 2017, he sent the 
the picks. Yeah, but they picked him mm. when they they reckon they should never have picked him because yeah. he's got a bit of a um, a cloud there. Four years ago, so what? They they dick picks. Like honestly, like I'm sorry, but and the family moved yes, on. Yes, but it was a, they... it was it was a colleague. Yeah, but. I know what Chris is saying. They don't move send on. Me the a family will Chris, Chris, we're colleagues, but please don't send me a dick pic. I oh, don't worry, you won't get anyone. But people, <laughs> I expect one from you later, Steve. No kidding. Um, you know, people send—they're all over <laughs> social media, right? People send dick pics all over all different Did social media. See, I was—I was enlightened. I didn't know there was—I knew there was photocopy. People sat on the photocopy and sent photocopies. Oh, they're both. I haven't done that for sat on the fax machine, <laughs> but I didn't. I thought, how can you sit on your phone? It happens you know? all over dating apps and everything like that. You know, people TikTok. I don't know, not TikTok probably, but you know, it's Snapchat. See worse on math and maths. Exactly. God, <laughs> I know what Chris it. is saying. It's <laughs> a pig, for Christ's sake. Jesus. Yeah, but the point is, it, 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 his wife didn't know, and there's a question of trust there. Oh, I thought she did know. Only after. She was not happy, Bonnie. Bonnie was Yeah, no, no, of course. Of course that she I was, could yeah. uh, That I could understand, right? He's a married man, blah, 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 right? I understand. But I, then I, they moved on from her. It was four yeah. years ago, but then Cricket Australia covered it up as well. Well... Mm. Maybe there wasn't much to see. Who knows? But you know, that's probably why they. I think. From it. I think that they said they both agreed it was between consenting adults. Yeah. And exactly. it wasn't. I think it probably wasn't, and it was probably unwanted. You think so? Well, that's the only thing I can think mm. that it is that that it was it was not handled well. And we all know many complaints are not handled well. This one's come back to haunt them. Yeah. Same as the education minister as well. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah well. We can get into it to more next week. When they, the they, should, they should put in their contract when they give them a contract these days, because Chris is telling me it's common, whether, I w whether or, or not they're allowed to send mm. dick pics during the course of their contract. <laughs> Oh, no electronic email. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can have electronic email, but they might. You may not do this, this, this or this considered to be inappropriate. I get that. That makes sense. <laughs> All right, over to the A League. Um, Western Sydney beat Wellington Phoenix Thank last you. night to zero. Uh, today, the Sydney FC are taking on Newcastle Jets, and Macarthur FC are taking on the Mariners tomorrow. So that's good. Hopefully all the Sydney teams can win. That would be um, very good. What do you think, Carol? I think that would be great. Chris, I'm, do you think I'm, be I'm great? excited that the, the, the jumping jackers from... I was about to get <laughs> that. Yes, the Tasmanian... Jack jumpers, jumpers or whatever they're called. Yeah. What was what was the question? I've just been questioned about dick pics. So, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> my wife must be listening to the show outside. So she's just coming in. She's like, what? But anyway, I was saying, yeah. Are you, no, you hoping all the Sydney teams? You said you wouldn't be sending any, Chris. That's You're right. all right. I wouldn't do that. No way. Yuck. Anyway, well, uh, <laughs> if I received them, well, that could be a different story. But I definitely wouldn't send them. Um, what were we well, saying? Not receiving any unwarranted no. text messages. No. I was saying that. Um, are you hoping that all the Sydney teams win this weekend? I do actually. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. 
The Tasmanian Jack Jumpers, Carol. I don't like their uniform. They've got this blazer. It's weird, eh? Oh, it's green it's, as well. And no, it's it, excuse the word, but it's shitty green. Yeah. If you if you looked in a baby's nappy, it's the color of their. It's the color of their new black. I couldn't believe it because Carol, it's on the top of another bright green. <laughs> it is such a clashing of colors. I thought, has is somebody colorblind who's come up with this uniform? Uh, hey, they won. <laughs> they won the, the last uh, preseason game. So um, now we're on to the actual season. Exciting. Finally, the 2021 to 2022 season. Um, how do you think the Jack Jumpers will go, Carol? Oh, they're on a roll now. They are. They won the preseason. Yeah, they're on a roll. Uh, the Kings. Hopefully they have a good uh, season this year. They have the Melbourne United tomorrow. So go Sydney Kings. That's what we want. I've got a Sydney, a Sydney Kings cheerleaders outfit here. There you can't go. Fit in, can't fit into it, but, you know, we have in the past cheered the Kings. There you go. That's it. <laughs> this week was also a landmark achievement for Cristiano Ronaldo, reaching his 800th career goal. Yeah. So here's a bit of that from this week. Rasha playing it in! There it is! Few, if any, more renowned. None more prolific. Ronaldo hits 800. Yeah, I mean, given away between Tavares and Smith Rowe, and it's an easy feed for Dallow. And Rashford had too much time. I mean, Gabriel should have gone to him a lot quicker. There you go. What an achievement. 800. There you go. No one's better than Ronaldo, I guess. Maybe Chris. Chris, are you good at football? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a deep on standby? Carol, <laughs> uh, what do you think? Sorry. Ronaldo's the best? Oh, well, you know, 800 goals. You can't <laughs> argue with that, can you? That's it. People still argue David Beckham is or... Um, uh, what was the other one? The, that guy from the World Cup. The Spanish player. can't remember his name now. It's escaping me. Ricky Martin. No. <laughs> oh, no, he sang the song, didn't he? Cup of Life. No, the guy that... <laughs> oh, I don't know. Ricky Martin never played football. Oh, I don't know. His name's escaping me, damn it. I'll come back to it later. Um, this week, though, the WTA... Uh, the Women's Tennis Association announced that they are suspending all tournaments in China. Yes. Due to the Peng Shui incident, Carol, do you think, what do you think of this? Well, they they don't think that they're getting the true story out of China, do they? Mm. They think no. that she's been told, I mean, it's the person she picked to out. Mm. You don't out someone who's fairly high up in the Communist Party just doesn't happen the ranks close and that's probably what people think has happened you know yeah, exactly have, have a stage picture in a restaurant a stage picture with her helping out and you know everyone will will move on but i don't think they are are they yeah exactly what do you think pick, pick your battles yeah, she should have moved out of China 
and then done the outing mm. if she really wanted to out. Mm. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Even uh, Novak Djokovic has come out and supported the decision. Naomi Osaka has, of course. Um, as if they wouldn't, right? Like, makes sense. But um, we'll see if that follows suit with the men's as well. Maybe. Go ahead and see. Uh, that's it for the majority of sport, though. But coming up at 10, World on Wheels with Michelle. The Bathurst 1000 is coming up, I hear, Michelle. Good morning, exactly. The Bathurst 1000 has mm. been, well, we've been playing since Wednesday up at the mountain. Um, and uh, it's looking like an amazing weekend. I hope it doesn't rain a lot, even though everybody wants it to rain so that it you get crashes and smashes. But we don't want that. We want the boys to be safe. We want a good run. Um, Will Brown is um, top the, the the charts. Amazingly, this is a guy who I think raced once at Bathurst before. Um, is actually the, the fastest around the track. We've also got coverage from uh, Jeddah in Saudi Arabia for the Formula One. The first one ever in, in the Saudi Kingdom. Um, an amazing track. They've spent billions of dollars on building that track on the Corniche, as they call it down in Jeddah. Um, magic track and so we've got some some news on that one um things from around the world music we've got some great music coming up later on some greek stuff for you steve for you to listen to and enjoy um some italian and spanish for carol because she likes uh, the latino music i know that um and then chris will chris likes the french the arabic and everything he's just a multicultural person uh, and you Chris is very multi I want a Christmas. Christmas I want a Christmas song, Michelle. I'm disappointed. Uh, yeah, where's your well, Christmas? I've got a Christmas special coming for you. Two hours. Ooh. Nothing but Christmas songs on Christmas Day. Ooh. So you'll have two hours of uh, all sorts of uh, yeah. music from around the world about Christmas. That's all. Yeah, good idea, Michelle. We got to plan our Christmas special as well. Yeah. What are you doing for Christmas, Steve? Uh, spending it with family. No, for the show. I mean, oh, for the show. <laughs> um, not too yet, not too sure yet. Glenn and I haven't decided because the studios will be open, so we might be doing a rec pre-recorded program. Well, there, you hmm. go. there you go. So we'll see how it goes. But obviously, it'll be a, a look back on the year. What's happened? Our favorite bits, the worst bits. Uh, Carol's favorite bits. Carol's worst bits of the year. <laughs> What do you reckon, Carol? Oh, yes, yes. You've had, you've had some doozies this year. <laughs> good, bad, the good, the bad and the ugly, I can do that one. That's good. No, so essentially it'll be a look back of the year, Chris. And we'll get your opinion as well, some of your favourite bits. And yeah. Wow. Um, that's pretty much it for the programme. Carol, anything else you'd like to cover or anything you saw this week? No, like we've just got about? to wait. We've just got to wait for the elections now, the local elections yes. to see how the state of the nation changes. Mm -hmm. Other than that, we're just moving right along. Well, that's it. Oh, that's it. Michelle, what do you think? Council elections today? I, 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 you just reminded me. i got to go and vote. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want the $55 fine? Yeah, no, no way. No way. Now i got to put my, uh, my two bobs worth. Um, I've got some friends who've already voted online, which is amazing. Yeah, I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, you could. You've got to technically, you have to tell them why you can't go physically. Mm. You can always say you're on the radio, you're working, you're uh, you're uh, interstate, you're somewhere else. 
uh, as you would normally do when you don't want to go and vote physically. Mm. But uh, yeah, you can vote online. It's easy. Okay. But I like I like the hustle and bustle and yeah, and me I'm too. Praying that somebody would have a sausage sizzle somewhere that I can just have a nibble. Mm. So talking of sausage sizzle, our radio station is having one. Chris, remind us what uh, day is that? The 18th, I think. Right, <laughs> the 18th of December. 18th of December. So um, we're going to be bright and early. Well, not bright because an early, because we got radio in the morning. But I'll be there after 12 o'clock. Um, and the start and finish. I think we're going to get get some people from Team World on Wheels to come and man the 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 grill. I've got, I've got news for you, uh, Michelle. 12 till two is booked. We have oh, the com- we, they have the Khmer team that's already put their hand up. I'll do it. So two to four. You, you've either got ten to twelve, which of course you're on air, or two to four. Two to four sounds good for us. There you are, Chris. Two to four. We'll we'll, we'll come and eat between Perfect. twelve and two. We'll help by eating, and then at two o'clock we'll take over and feed the people. How's that? Right. The snags are beautiful. What time does it start? Uh, um, nine o'clock is it or eight o'clock? No, no, we've got an eight to ten shift, and we normally set up at seven. Well, well, the go. tradies will come early in the morning. Yeah, have a few nibbles. They'll need a feed before they're off for the day, and they'll be appreciating two GLFs there. Absolutely. So, if you're not doing anything on the 18th, come on down to Bunnings Crossroads and uh, support your local station. And Are we allowed to have music uh, playing at the same time, or the radio in the background? Yeah, we'll. we'll We've always had the radio on with us, uh, Michelle. All right. Makes yeah. us cook quicker and move faster. <laughs> That's vibe. I like that, especially when there's vroom vroom between ten and eleven. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, all right, we're done for the week. Carolina, any last words? Chris? No. No last words. All right. Thanks a lot. <laughs> that sounds so deadly. Any last words? <laughs> I, I say have a good have a good week and uh, we'll see you next week That's it. well done Wills is Ooh. next and then music from around the world you can listen back to our program or any other program eight, over at 893fm.com.au we'll see you next week thank you Chris bye <laughs>